0: town bank mortgage nmls number five one two one three eight is an equal housing lender this podcast is for informational purposes only and now the man born with a five o'clock shadow and with the nmls number twenty twenty eight two zero one, he is a gentleman he is a scholar he is tyler crawley Well, I think we all know what the big story of Wednesday was. Do I have to spell it out for you in case you weren't paying attention? It was the decision from the Federal Open Market Committee deciding on what was going to happen with rates. But that actually wasn't the big story. The big story was what they think is going to happen going forward. Are they optimistic? Are they pessimistic? pessimistic there we go uh are they dovish are they hawkish we're gonna talk all about it here today on the what is it thursday edition of the markets and mortgages podcast i am the aforementioned host of this podcast tyler crawley and we are going to be talking about the fed meeting as well as a this is only the second time this has happened in the last three months and that was mortgage demand was up for the week two times in the last three months. This has happened. So we have to talk about it. We're going to get to that in just a second. But like I said, the big story of the day, and it was kind of boring because we were all waiting on this announcement. And then, of course, the press conference that happened after that really actually wasn't that Exciting because you know, last time w- what was interesting was this. This, um, you know, the announcement was made, they released the uh, press release talking about what's going to happen with rates, and then, of course, they have a press conference with the chairman Jerome Powell J Powell, as I like to call him, because he's my boy J Powell. Last time it seemed like Jerome Powell I want to say was deviating from the statement, but somehow they were able to twist his words. And there was this idea that there was going to be some major pivot that may be happening or I, I don't know. They, I was reading the press release and it didn't seem like the headlines I was seeing lined up with what they were saying. And in this case, maybe they were aware of that. They made sure that there was no misinterpreting their opinion going forward. And that is they are hawkish. They are not going to be changing course they're concerned about inflation. They can remain concerned about inflation, and they are going to make sure that inflation is gone before they really make any major moves. That was my takeaway from not only the announcement, the press release, but the press conference that followed. So let's let's go to the press release. Uh, so, of course, after four 75 basis point hikes, to the federal funds rate, we finally saw a slowdown. A fifty basis point hike was announced. The press release saying, "quote The committee, that being the Federal Open Market Committee, seeks to achieve maximum employment and inflation at the rate of two percent over the longer run." In support of these goals, the committee decided to raise the target range for the federal funds rate to four and a quarter to four and a half percent. That is a 50 basis point hike. Now, the reasoning behind this was, as we all know, the Fed's mandate is very clear, jobs and inflation. In their statement, the FOMC did not waver on their concerns about inflation data and the heated labor market saying, quotes, talking about the Ukraine war, upward pressure on inflation or the Ukraine war continues to put, quote, upward pressure on inflation and are weighing on global economic activity. And with regards to the labor market, they said, quote, job gains have been robust in recent months and the unemployment rate has remained low. I mean, the last jobs report that we got at the start of the month was higher than expected. The labor market continues to remain remain hot. There are over 10 million job openings out there right now. This is a very tight labor market. With regards to inflation, the FOMC said, quote, inflation remains elevated, reflecting supply and demand imbalances related to the pandemic, higher food and energy prices, and broader price pressures. The committee is highly attentive to inflation risks. So they made it very clear that they are worried about inflation. They are not convinced that these two good inflation reports that we've seen over the last two months with regards to the CPI, of course, remember the Fed doesn't really look at CPI, they look at PCE, but the CPI gets a lot of attention. We had two good reports two months in a row, but they're not wavering. They're like, we're still full steam ahead. The FOMC's summary of economic projections was not optimistic, <laughs> I'll put it uh, bluntly. They were very hawkish, they are not optimistic about a return to normalcy, a sort of pre-pandemic norm or at least what was norm for the last decade or so where we were looking at a very, very low federal funds rate, low inflation, they are not seeing that moving forward. In fact, the meeting participants believe the federal funds rate will remain above 3% through 2025. Real GDP growth will stay under 2% through 2025. And inflation will remain above the target 2% rate through 2025. So like I said, Pessimistic from a from a position of things being sort of normalized, hawkish with regards to what they plan to do to attack that. So getting into the, the specifics, uh, the meeting participants believe it will hit a peak. That is the Fed funds rate will hit a peak of 5.1% next year. So right now they're at four and a quarter, four and a half. They believe we will reach our peak at just over 5% in 2023 and will remain above 3% through 2025. Now, with regards to inflation, they do believe if you are looking for a silver lining, here it is. They do believe that inflation has peaked, but it will remain elevated. They think it will remain above 3% through 2023, 2.5% in 24, and will remain above 20% through 25. I think they said 2.1% on average through 2025. So the Fed funds rates can remain elevated, at least from the pre-pandemic norms. Uh, Inflation will remain above the target rate. And as I mentioned GDP, they believe real GDP will end the year 2023 and 2022 by the way, this year and next year up about 0.5%, half a percent. They believe it will rise 1.6% in 2024 and then 1.8% in 2025. So they are um, projecting, that we are going to have inflation, I guess, well above the growth rate, which is definitely problematic. That's not optimism. That is realism. They are giving us real numbers on what they think is going to happen over these next three years. And this was an indicator to a lot of people that, they're not convinced that inflation is going to fall rapidly, that we're going to be back to the target rate very soon. And this will then allow them to start lowering rates, I don't want to say rapidly, but at a quicker pace. That is not what this report said. That is not what Jerome Powell said at the press conference. He was pretty much on point saying, look, these are our projections. This is what we think is going to happen. We're still very concerned about inflation. I mean, even if you look at the CPI report, 7.1%, we're above 7%. That's more than three times what the Fed's target rate is. Sure, it's been good. You know, we're in the sevens, possibly in the sixes by the end of the year. But that is no, not even close to being a number that should be celebratory. Sure, it's better than where we were, but nowhere near where we should be. And so they're projecting slower growth, faster inflation, and a higher Fed funds rate than a lot of people would like to see. And they were very clear about this. And so I think, I think this is good. I mean, I think this is good for the market. I think it's good for the housing market. I think it's good for the economy because it lets people know where they stand and saying, hey, listen, this thing's not over. A lot of people celebrating the this month's CPI report. Ton of people celebrating last month's CPI data. They're saying, listen, tight labor market, rising prices. We're gonna do what's necessary. And really what that is is slowing the economy. I mean, we're looking at less than a half a percent. Half a percent growth this year and next year with regards to the GDP. They're being real, they're giving us real numbers. That's the reality of the situation. Not pulling any punches. Here's where we are with regards to the economy and moving forward. So a lot of people weren't exactly happy with this. I kinda was, because I think it's saying, hey listen, we're gonna do what's necessary Because I was doing some research yesterday morning looking into what Volcker did. And one of the big mistakes that Volcker made, you know, Volcker's looked at as sort of being the guy that tamed inflation. But people forgot that he blinked in early 79. You know, there was a march on Washington by farmers. They were concerned about rising rates. It was impacting their business model. They marched on Washington. Volcker blinked. A lot of political pressure both sides of the aisle. He blinked. And inflation moved higher. And then he had to get tough. And Powell has reminded people of that. And he said, listen, we're not going to do that. We are going to make sure that inflation is dissipating before we do anything with regards to lowering rates. And so I think this is what the markets needed to hear, in all honesty, putting things in perspective. So all in all, you know, not, not, not that surprising, at least for people that are following the situation might've been surprising to people that were hoping for more of a dovish stance. But for those that pay attention, like me, like you, not that surprising. Pals being a realist saying, listen, we're, we're going to fight this and we are going to make sure that we have killed inflation before we start getting, Close to easing with regards to rates. So that was the big story yesterday. We were all waiting for it. Like I said, not all that surprising if you've been paying attention, uh, but necessary, no doubt. Uh, Before we go, let's talk about mortgage demand because, you know, we get this weekly data every week from the Mortgage Bankers Association. And for the last three months, every week, for the most part, it has shown mortgage demand falling. But On Wednesday, we got a report, a weekly survey that showed for only the second time in three months that mortgage demand was actually up. It was actually up (laughs) for the week. uh, Total demand was up 3.2% for the week ending December the 9th, according to once again, the Mortgage Bangers Association. That was thanks to a 4% increase among purchase demand. Jumped 4% week over week. Demand is still down 38% year over year. Refi demand was up as well. Good news. Up 3%. However, refi demand is still down 85%. (laughs) It could be worse. Could be in the 90s. Uh, Down 85% when compared to the same time last year. Uh, The refinance share of mortgage activity actually increased because a little bit of a bump there to 29.4% of total applications. The adjustable rate mortgage share increased slightly. It was 7.6% last week, now it's seven, or two weeks ago. Last week it was 7.7%. And mortgage rates for the first time in a month Increased, But barely. I mean, I don't know if you can call it. It's, it's like a rounding error. So the 30-year fixed increased one basis point. So three weeks in a row, we saw rates fall almost, I think, just around 75 basis points. And then this week or last week, they were up one basis point. <laughs> so through a monkey wrench in those plans, uh, they had them at 6.42%. Once again, that's the Mortgage Bankers Association. That's not Town Bank. That's not what I'm quoting you. That's what the Mortgage Bankers Association had rates at last week. Rates are now up 312 basis points from one year ago. The 15-year fixed increased to 5.92%, and the 5-1 arm decreased to 5.58%. Joel Kahn, economist over at MBA, was slightly optimistic for the next year despite all of this data showing some dismal numbers. He said, quote, the ongoing moderation in home price growth along with further declines in mortgage rates may encourage more buyers to return to the market in the coming months. As someone in the mortgage biz, let's hope so. (laughs) I keep my fingers crossed on people coming back to The mortgage biz. That would be good. I would like to see that. Um, All right. We got to go. We're keeping a short show here on this Thursday edition of Markets and Mortgages. We are getting... Well, actually, early this morning, we got data from the European Central Bank as well as the UK. Bank of England will be announcing their decision on their rate hikes. They're expected to be identical to what we saw in the U.S., 50 basis points. And then we got U.S. retail sales later today at 8.30. So we'll be talking about that on Friday's edition of the show, but you guys enjoy your Thursday. We'll see you back here Friday morning for another edition of Markets and Mortgages. And remember as always, do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and wait.